First, we're going to meet a change maker whose business model is very much in the same space as the commissioners who uh, are on this stage at the moment. Uh, Rich Keith has spent 20 years working in the media as a reporter, editor and publisher going from newspapers to magazines to websites to digital video. He is now the chief revenue officer of the YouTube phenomenon Yogscast, uh, a group of YouTube and social media channels uh, which were recently described as the UK's kings of YouTube. Um, so a very appropriate first name, Rich. Uh, over to you. Yes, I'm not personally rich, I'm afraid, apart from my name. Um, thank you. Hello there, everyone. Yes, I'm going to talk about, uh, talk about change. That's what I'm here to talk about. As um, I said, I've, uh, in my career, I've seen lots of change. Um, but I'm currently Chief Revenue Officer of the Yogscast, who, uh, as mentioned, were um, dubbed by the BBC as the uh, UK's kings of YouTube. Uh, and I will show you some reasons later on why, why they said that and why uh, it mostly still stands. But I am here to talk about change. Now, um, our friend um, Mr. Marks here, um, he, uh, he famously said that history repeats itself first as tragedy and then as farce. In my, in my experience, when we talk about um, the change from uh, niche to mainstream in, uh, in media and culture, it tends to work the other way around, first as farce and then as tragedy. Um, and at the moment, we are, we're deep in, in that move from farce to, uh, farce to tragedy when we talk about YouTube and uh, digitally driven content. Um, YouTube, as we all know, Okay, is that better? Okay, sorry about that. Um, it gets more interesting from here anyway. Um, so so YouTube, um, YouTube, we're deep in that process in YouTube. So YouTube, uh, long characterized as just funny cats, um, maybe a bit of PewDiePie, but um, silly things happening. It's first dismissed as that kind of thing, cats on skateboards. But um, I think everyone now knows, hey, YouTube, YouTube's big. We, we need to take... Uh, that it, YouTube is big and we, we need to take notice of it. Everyone knows that kids love YouTube and are watching more and more, more and more of YouTube. Uh, and that it is not only popular but highly influential with, with that young audience. Um, and so, so that's what we do. We're on, we're on YouTube. Um, and channels and networks like ours are helping change that landscape and have brought that into, into play. So the Yogscast, we've done that, right? So we've done the change. Well, actually, I don't think so. I think that a lot of where people are looking at what's happening on, on YouTube um, and digital video generally, they're broadly missing the point. Um, but let me talk a little bit about Yogscast, about where we came from. So Yogscast was there from, from the beginning on YouTube. Um, it started when a couple of guys were playing video games together and one of them wanted to share the other one with the world because he was the, the funniest person he'd ever met. Soon they met Minecraft and played Minecraft uh, and it absolutely skyrocketed. There was the first channel, their channel was the first to reach a billion views in the UK uh, and subscribers reached four, five, six, seven million. Um, and they built around themselves uh, a bunch of other channels with their friends playing games. Yogscast is essentially a video games network um, and it is friends playing games with their friends. Um, success quickly followed. 
um, which is where we are now. On YouTube, we, we have over 100 million views. We have over 20 channels with over 20 million subscribers. We are big on live streaming, um, mostly on Twitch, but also YouTube gaming. Um, and we have a, a large social media footprint as well. We talk to our community every day and it grows. Now, it's, it's worth bearing in mind that we are not the biggest thing on YouTube, not by any means. Um, there are plenty more out there with bigger and more impressive numbers. So as I say, this is change, right? The, f the future is already here. But I, th I think we're still in that process where the mainstream is looking on YouTubers and the content that's on YouTube in the wrong way. It understands that the platform is big. The platform is important. And getting your content on that platform, potentially played, used by the YouTubers on it, is an important thing. But the actual YouTubers, the actual content they're producing, I feel is still in that, being looked at as funny cats. It's that kind of content. Looking at it thinking, why will people watch someone else play a video game for hours and hours on end? Why will you watch someone who is just talking, maybe swearing a lot, straight to camera about their lives for hours and hours on end? But a lot of people just go over that. They, they just want to patronize that kind of content and not think deeply about why that content resonates so deeply with the audience. I think from that patronizing, there's also the colonizing. There's the idea that, um, the idea that um, YouTubers and social media stars are influencers and that they can be packaged as just influencers rather than content creators, rather than people creating original, interesting, arresting content that uh, kids and young people want to watch and, and find. They are influential, they are influential with their communities. However, if that's the way you're, you're looking at them, then you're missing the point. And the point is that um, our content and the content of lots of YouTubers, it is about the content, not about the platform. So more than 60 years of video, of Yogscast videos watched every single day. That makes us bigger than most TV channels. In fact, almost all TV channels in the UK. The audience is watching across multiple platforms. It's a global audience. And that audience isn't watching, uh, isn't watching linear TV. They are, very, they are young. They're 21 and under. A lot of them are in that younger age, age bracket. Um, and a lot of them aren't watching Netflix and video on demand either. They're watching YouTube and they're watching the YouTubers um, for their content. So are these, are these and, and this is where it comes from, is people creating content in their bedrooms. Now we're, we're a little bit, we don't use bedrooms anymore. Um, we're a little bit bigger than that. However, that is where the content comes from, and I think that's part of the um, patronizing, um, the, the way people look at it and, and think about, well, this can't be real content if it's created out of a bedroom. But it is, and from bedrooms, we've created an entertainment company. Not an entertainment company in the, in the mainstream sense right now, although I think we will be, um, but it is a main, uh, a, an entertainment company of creatives, we have our own studio, and we have, a, we have a huge distribution network of millions and millions of kids watching our content. As I say, we're not in a bedroom, but we're also not in massive studios. We have tailor-made studios for digital content. 
Um, and what that means, when you think about the future of content and people wanting to watch it, video content, is that from an economic point of view, we have a much smaller cost base than almost everyone else. We can create this content, content that is already being watched in greater numbers than, than um, TV or uh, video on demand. We can create it at a much lower cost than everyone else. Um, and I don't mean just us. When I say us, I mean YouTube generally. Um, and that's, that's the point really, is that if you miss out on this idea that this is just something we can co-opt, we can colonize, we can take over, and you're missing the point around that content that people want it. And the people that make it know how to make it at a greatly reduced cost compared to traditional mainstream cost bases. Because the audience doesn't want big production, um, that's our experience. They want authenticity, they want real people, real voices. And they want it distributed where they are, which tends to be their mobile phone. Um, and it's the companies that can do that at scale um, but at a, low, a reduced cost that will win. And certainly we intend to be one of those companies, but there will be others. Um, we already work with lots of big commercial partners. We expect to grow and expand on that. Um, we think if, if people in the traditional mainstream media, if they want to avoid the cycle of going from fast to tragedy, um, they should come and talk to people like us and work out why our content resonates so deeply and potentially partner with us. Thank you very much.